Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Well, I don't know about stable stars, but we're something anyway. Um, we're here and we're excited. I'm really looking forward to this. Um, I enjoyed it last time I did one on the public holiday behind the gates. And it's great that uh, the mighty Andrew Hurley can be in studio with me this morning. Davo's not here yet, but he's in the building somewhere. Oh, mate, he runs his own show. He just walks in whenever he <laughs> yeah, feels, sees I, fit. I think he'll turn up. I don't think he's brushed Yeah, us. no, no. I spoke to him this morning. He's on route here. And I've ple- I'm pleased to advise our listeners that you now have three buttons undone yeah, yeah, on your sorry, lovely floral a, shirt there. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> yeah, obviously didn't get dressed properly this morning. I overdid it. How are you this morning, mate? Mate, I'm really well. Yourself, mate, uh, yeah, I must give you a wrap. What a 24 hours you've had. You've done radio yesterday morning, off to the uh, luncheon at uh, Big Sports Breakfast luncheon yesterday, then out to uh, Canterbury where you called uh, called uh, sensationally, as always, and now you're back here for your debut show. Mate, I haven't slept. No. I just stayed up and did the form all last night, went out for a run this morning, and I you're just thought, fitting, I might as well just keep rolling on. Yeah, I'm a nine-hour <laughs> a night man, mate. If I don't get my nine hours, I'm... Do you know what, though? I'm sick for it. I love it. Uh, I mean, we get to come on here and talk about this great industry of ours. And uh, look, shame about the company this morning, but uh, (laughs) we still get to do it. Flindell's here. Morning, DF. Yes, good morning, Luke. Yeah, that is some campaign. Um, And did you do that rowing business as well at Canterbury last night? Yeah, I went down and... um, They didn't air it, though. I actually won it. I actually uh, rode 220 metres, but... I don't know why they didn't put it to air, Darren. Um, been so, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, lying. Like... I'm lying. I'm lying. <laughs> I'm a fibber. Yeah, a but fibber. you um, you you, uh, you seem very high up in the in I the was. numbers. I was going okay. I was equal oh. equal second, but uh... much of a crowd out there last night. Yeah, there was. Was that the final one? Yeah. Is that the row? That was it. By the way, he's here. Is that the row? That was the row we're just That's talking about. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually, it was funny because I, I saw that the other night. And what did you do? What was your time? Mine was 193 yeah. or something like that. And I got knocked off. Well, but uh, look, if you're not first, you're last, boys. So, Well, my lovely wife signed us up to this 12-week challenge at the gym. And they make us do the row at the start of everything. So when you said that the other day, I thought, I've got to do a... F- Two-minute warm-up. I may as well give it a go for 30 seconds, see Mate, if I'm any good at this. It's tough, isn't Mate, it? Mate, I was like 130, 140. <laughs> like, I mean, I know I've got... Have a look at these arms. There's absolutely zero muscle at all. But yeah. I thought I'd go a bit closer than that, but I was useless. Mate, it's tough. Darren gets on there twice a day, Flindell. He's uh, he's uh, always training on there. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Hey, by the way, Davo, good morning. Uh, late entrance. A uh, little bit offended, I've got to be honest, mate. You know, my first show, a little bit nervous. Um, and, and you roll up late. What's doing? Well, normally we're 10.15 with uh, Richard Haynes, but I was just finishing hey. up Queensland Radio, so I do apologise. Oh, okay. You had a work but, commitment. Yeah, no, so I, I had a commitment. Slide. Straight down, hey, straight up. I run a tight course. ship. There's no late for lunch mm, business around here. Don't worry about Hainsy. I know. Where Those days are gone. <laughs> Darren, how have you found this card? Gee, this is exciting. You must be really pumped to, to call Big Animo again. The Big A is... Mm. as you refer to him, um, looking for his ninth group one today. Yeah, he looks very hard to oppose again today, uh, Animo, and I'm also particularly looking forward to the clash of the Phillies in secret and Zoo Gotcha. Zoo Gotcha missing that first up run, but uh, she was a real star in the spring and she may well give in secret a good run for her money in the other group one, the surround stakes. How's this track going to play today, Dave? I think it'll edge off a little bit. Yeah, rail three, I've got sort of running line three to five lanes off in the middle. Is he a champ, Anime? Uh, what do you not, think? Not for me. He's a great. He's a great. I've got a few categories. I've got great horses, I've got champions, and I've got immortals, <laughs> which yeah. are just the, the yeah. peak of the peak. So, What does he need to do to become a champion? Oh, another couple of group ones, he'll, he'll get yeah. pretty close for me, definitely. If he, if he could knock over a few more group ones, if he could win a Queen Elizabeth, say, for instance, mm. uh, then he, he gets the big C. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I yeah, that's I, fair. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. He's... Great horse at the moment. No mm. two ways about it. He's telling up everything that's put before him. But, yeah, um, we'll see, I suppose. Flindell, what do you think? Very, very good horse. Um, I'm loath to put the champion tag on them mm. on them too early. Yeah. And we, we won't, in all likelihood, we won't see him beyond this preparation again in Australia. But, as you did mention, a victory in the Queen Elizabeth up against some good foreign horses coming in as well. Yeah. Um, a fresh pool of attackers. That would certainly win in the tag. 
We'll get there first. Uh, we'll start on the chipping Norton, but uh, Ryan's just given me the heads up here. Um, welcome to Marlow, the new guy. Some background on your fellow panellists. Dee Flindell, ultimate professional. A Hurley, team player. B Davidson, complains a lot. Is that accurate? <laughs> well, I haven't only got that one from Ryan, but also got one uh, from Newman saying, what's David going to whinge about today? So I'm going to whinge about the text line. Come on, guys. It's Saturday morning. It's a big race day, and all you want to talk about is how I win. Come on. Yeah. Send through some actual things that are going to add to <laughs> the show. Thank you very up. much. Don't fire them up, David. Seriously, I've been down that road. You don't want to go there. But uh, appreciate happy. the text. Keep them coming. If you've got a query for any of the panel, you want to talk about something this morning, get something off your chest. Let rip. Uh, we're going to start with the Group 1 chipping Norton. We've talked about Animo. We know he's a quality horse. Darren, I'll start with you. I mean, the map is the main thing. He just looks to get the plum run again here, doesn't he? Well, James just made it all look so easy last time, just getting him out. I think he just uh, he jumped really well that he, he suckered the inside too to sort of go forward, and all of a sudden James was able to get that spot that he really wanted, uh, the, the one-out, one-back trail. And I really see this race as similar. I just think Hinge will be out there. Knight's order, uh, very fresh today. Should roll forward and, and, um, and go all the way to the top, I thought, if, if Hinge was happy to hand up. But Animo just looks as though he'll be in the right spot. I have to say, when he went up to Hinge in the Apollo Stakes, I thought he was going to put a bigger margin on her uh, than he did. But he just did what he had to do, and he's going to be a fitter horse today. So I, I don't want to oppose him. I, I really thought they'd, they'd finish in very similar order. I put Hinged in for second. Fangirl uh, would be the other chance uh, for the Quinellas. And then I put Knight's order in for fourth for the fact I think he'll lead. Yeah, I'm just sick of trying to get him beat. Yeah. To be honest, Luke. Oh, I did that with Nature Strip, and oh, I, was, I, I eventually yeah, learned. Yeah. Well, he's one that does put in the odd chocker, doesn't he, uh, where... Animo, he just doesn't. I had a look at his ratings the last sort of four or five preparations, and they just improve every start. It's, it's quite phenomenal, and he just finds a way, and he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't win by big margins, so he's easy to kind of look at from a ratings point of view. I can never get him as short as the market. Like, I've got him yeah. $1.80, $1.85 today. That's as short as I can get him. Mm. Cheating as well by giving him a bit ex- bit extra, but... Um, what do you price him to, 100% or a Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. yeah, so... But, yeah, look, he's, he's just... I think Fangirl beats him first up if she jumps and finds mm. his back because her late sectionals were fantastic on inferior ground. But will she jump? Like that's the thing, you know. She keeps missing the start in on race day where the barrier trial she jumps out fine. So if she can jump and put herself there, I think she's the danger again and the only danger. But I mean, he's there again, isn't he? Against pretty much the same field, and he's hard to sort of tip against, to be honest. Are they piling into him, Hells? Yeah, just look at very popular in, mul- in multis, obviously, because just rank and file. Uh, punters just don't see it getting beat. Uh, we haven't had any massive bets on it, but, uh, you know, if punters are winning, I uh, dare say they will open the shoulders, uh, you know, closer to start time. But, yeah, it's, uh, look, it's holding 90% of the money. But, yeah, multis, huge. Darren, any of these stayers going to put in a, a bold run fresh? I think Benno resuming at a mile is interesting. Uh, mm. I think he'll kick mm. off well here. I think Benno's the one that will be watching the most, uh, but from a future point of view as well, I couldn't see him upsetting these uh, first up, but perhaps home into a minor place. Mm. Any thoughts on these resumers, Davo? Yeah, I mean, look, he's probably a bit better suited here, isn't he, Benno, at this type of trip? Normally he resumes at 1,400, so you can see that. Keep an eye on Stockman out of the back. He'll be doing his yeah. best work and, and whatnot. But they're funny races, these, because, yes, they're group ones and that, but a lot of the times they're a bit of a mix of horses, that very classy horses, but at the wrong trip, right? So yeah. y- you've got your animo just progressing and the right way. And lack of speed. These wait for age races. Oh, yeah, it's torture. Yeah. Like you just love something to make it a truly run affair. Like, animo's been in that many sit-in sprints lately, but he likes a bit it, of pressure. He'd go even better if they... You'd almost Probably. love a you'd almost love a pacemaker or something. Yeah. Well, can you? we some just send the clerk of the course yeah. out in front of them and make them <laughs> yeah. go because it'd run faster than some of these races I, at the I've moment. I've noticed in the last five years it's become more and more of a pattern with weight for age. Yeah, um, and, and a lot of the times cause see, because I a lot hate of them betting, are stayers first. Yeah, well, that, there's, there's that as well. I hate small fields. You know, you would think if you if you first started punting and you took someone down to the tab or whatever, and they looked at you know, I'd say pick a horse. Well, they would probably pick a horse in a small field, thinking yeah, you know, I say five or six or whatever. But you know, it's, it's just pace can just determine the, the shape of a race. Stating the obvious, yeah, it's um, I I'm surprised sometimes that 
more trainers don't have a crack at these types of races, particularly early on, as you said, Luke, yeah. where there's yeah. there's six stayers. I mean, maybe they don't want to hurt their rating if they grab a sure. a, a placing or something like that. But if you've got a horse with a bit of speed over a 1,400, metres in these types of races, just roll along and you could get them all off the bit and, and run a run a play. We've seen that sometimes in the past with yeah. some horses at big odds. So. I'll be the party pooper. Um, I, I think Animo obviously most likely win, but... If I'm going to have a bet in this race, I'll be on Fangirl each way, mm. particularly with the drying track. I just yep. thought she was so good first up. There's a rough chance she might have his back if he finds the rail animo. He might stay one off, J-Mac. He'll, he'll probably try to, but I just think Fangirl each way, she'll go huge. Uh, Dave and I Dave and I have this discussion a fair bit. Um, I, I don't mind taking a place bet. So I'd rather mm. take 220 about... Um, uh, fangirl the place or two ten, sorry, than a dollar sixty five. I think, I like, mm. I'm not a place better at all. But the one of one place I could have a place bet is this type of scenario yeah. where you've yeah. got a dollar sixty favorite, and you think something's clear second pick. You know, you can say, okay, there's two places basically because Animo is going to run one of them. But you know, a fangirl, I agree. I think she's the only danger, and if she does jump, then she gets her chance because she's got that turn of speed that can just pounce on him late. Yeah, exactly right. Six dollars the place for Benno. I mean, the, yeah. the, the problem is the, the speed, as we yeah. said. But remember, it's run first up last campaign. Oh, yeah. It was huge. He's always got the eye, the yeah, flashing light on, doesn't he? Fresh. It doesn't yeah. have a huge, great strike rate. What? Yeah, only won the one race. I thought it was going to win the Caulfield Cup last year, but got that wrong. Um, boys, let's go to this uh, Phillies race, uh, the Sweet Embrace. Skirt the Law, two fifty favourite at the moment. Race number six. Had a text here, Jono from Mudgee wants to know the thoughts of the panel around the $2.50 price, and he also thinks Summer Loving is a little bit of overs at the $9. Darren, I'll start with you. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I've got a lot of respect for, for Summer Loving. I thought her run was really solid there in the in the Magic Millions. Boy, she was given a big hit out at the trials leading up to this. So uh, she's going to be rock-hard fit going into this. Hopefully she can sit a little bit closer in the run. I haven't seen her get out of the gates that well in any of her starts so far. Well, that trial, she was certainly made to do plenty up front, so I've actually put her in as the second pick. And I'm going with Blanc de Blanc uh, as the on-top pick. I'm a huge fan of learning to fly, and learning to fly uh, was really pushed over the last little bit by Blanc de Blanc. There was only a head between them. Only problem is uh, she seems to get herself all stirred up uh, a bit uh, pre-race, uh, Blanc de Blanc, and I see... Uh, what are they doing in the pre-race? The, they'll be wearing the earmuffs rather than the pre-race earplugs, which they tried uh, last time. So at least they're going to try and tweak something uh, around for today's assignment. I've got a lot of respect for Skirt the Law. She's done absolutely nothing wrong. Her trial at Doombin was fantastic. But uh, with my liking for leaning to fly, she's my slipper pick at the moment. I've got to go with Blanc de Blanc in this race today from Summer Loving, then Skirt the Law. And uh, I'd definitely be putting Porta Rosa in the exotics, trifectas, first fours. She'll be hitting the line really well. That first up race over 1,000 was just way too short for her, but she hit the line well. She'll be a much better filly today over 1,200 metres. On Blanc the Bonk, sweated up bad mm. last start. Bit like us in this studio with yeah, the, it's either, I'm right? the air cons oh, busted. Yeah. You're feeling this? It's, I love it. Oh, I love it. Like the heat. Normally, it's oh, you've got a t-shirt on. Three on degrees. Cast, Normally, it's three degrees or it's four degrees in this one. <laughs> it is. There's no in between. Marto <laughs> and I in Sky One, we pushed <laughs> yeah. the, the the air con on and off the whole day. Like there's no there's no in between. Absolutely. But uh, look, I like it. Skirt the Laura. I think she's just the one that's that hits his flying. Uh, that that trial at Doombin was sensational, and we've seen that Platinum Jubilee form. Um, step up. We've seen the you know, Empress of Wonders come out and run well out of the race. I think the the argument against Summer Loving for me today is they went hard in the Magic Millions and she's there behind the speed skirt the law and put two and a half lengths on Summer Loving in a race where she can run on. Now it's a different setup. It's skirt the law straight to the front, not a lot of speed and Summer Loving back in the pack again. I don't think she'll get much closer as a result. Um, I think the 250 is okay. Um, I'm taking a different view of the English Millennium. I'm saying learning to fly is two lengths clearer of that field and only one narrowly because she went about 73 lengths off the speed because they had to go back and get, get cover. So they lost her asset in getting there. I, I think they did the right thing in terms of not bustling her out. It was just a gate. It was actually a nice ride, but it just meant she had to get so far back and she wasn't able to put a big margin on them as a result. So, so I'm saying that I'm happy to put all them together in the same bundle. They all tie into each other and say they're all there and Skirt the Law is just a bit ahead of those and, and she can just, I think the, the draw is perfect for her. She can just cross these easily, lead and win. Pretty confident you. on her. 
I'm with you. Hells. Mm. Uh, yeah, it looks to be a fair bit of speed in the race. Is, is Do you Blanc- reckon? I reckon it well, might just go bang. I, yeah, no, it flies the gates, this thing. What's, yeah, what's going to hold her out inside? Well, you've got Port de Rosa, Divine Glory, Blanc de Blanc <laughs> will be, be forward. I don't think they'll go breakneck, but I think it'll, it'll be a solid enough pace. I really like Blanc de Blanc as a horse. Um, is he, is he going to be better suited over 1,400? Like, like it's 1,200 today, 1,100 last start. Do you think it, it's going to be more of a... 12 to 14 or 1400 metre horse? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I wouldn't think so, personally, but okay. um, maybe. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to tell with these lightly race ones, isn't it? Just what their, what their ceiling is and what their actual right trip is. Um, and I'm invincible. I'll wait and see, but a little bit of a tricky draw for her today. But I thought the speed was outside skirt the law. Like, I thought there was nothing inside her that could really just hold her out. I just thought straight mm. to the front here. And what I love as well is. We've got to win this, right, to get into the slip. I like that yeah. Magic Millions form. Does. On that, like, how does that not count to some degree? Surely they should have the some English sort of race. that prize money. Like, like it's still a race, okay? So don't give them, sure, the, the big prize money to get in, but maybe it should be I like a Saturday Metro prize money, for example. I reckon it's because it could be unfair to the horses who yeah. aren't eligible for that. Yeah. So, but I get what you're saying. But is it Maybe unfair to, be... to those horses yeah. because they've got to have, you know, all these other runs mm. to, to get in? I, I think just Saturday, normal prize money, like we can all agree the English Millennium, the Magic Moons two-year-old classic, is well ahead of Saturday standards. So yeah. something like that, I think, would, would work. We've just taken 2500 at 250 on uh, Skirt the Law. Mm. Darren, did you have a bet then, did you? <laughs> you haven't clocked on yet, so. You didn't like it. No, I'll, uh, if I'm betting, I'll, I'll go on Blanc de Blanc, but it might be one of these late bets. I just want to see how she handles it in yeah. the parade today. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Hills, as far as the future's concerned, I, I'm not really sure uh, if she's one that will be looking for further as time goes on. There's a few in this that I'm convinced will, but with her, I'm, I'm really not sure. Okay, no worries. One thing I will say, if you are playing today, and particularly with these two-year-olds, um, if you like them from a future's perspective sort of get on because, yeah. you know, Skirt Law comes out and uh, brains them today, you would think it's going to be joint favourite with Looney to fly at least. I reckon that Porter Rosa might appreciate further, just based on yep. its trials before Definitely. it debuted. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, I think 1,200 today, let's see. And then maybe if she holds together, she could head down that champagne route, Darren. We don't... That's where I'll be looking at her. Yeah. Well, be I've been looking for a champagne market for a while, Nothing but I don't yet. think we have one, which is a bit annoying because I thought... She was one, and I thought Tavs earlier on in the day might be one. I think they're two horses that are really going to sprout wings at 14 to a mile. Um, anything else, futures-wise, that you, you've got earmarked? Or is it a horse oh. like a Portarosa, or you just want to have a look at the market and sort of adjust if there's something Yeah, there? well, I want, to, I want to have a look. The problem with the size is the slipper always produces the size winner, right? So size winner. So I always say that's not the race I really want to play in as a result because those classy horses can get the 1,400 and do enough where it's the 1,600 where everything really turns around and you get those new players and you get the breeding really come into it. So, yeah, I'll get on to one G Munzee and see if we can get a... uh, a champagne stakes market up if there isn't one already. I checked a while ago, but I can't see it there. I'm just scanning through. I'll now. message Tim Ryan now. Yeah, maybe we can get one of that up because uh, I'd be interested in horses like that. Hey, by the way, um, good text here from from Snackers. Animo wins today. He goes past ten million not bad. in stake money. Not bad. That's not bad for a few seasons' work, is it? Yeah, I mean, and well done to Godolphin. Like keeping uh, one him thing. In. Yeah, racing, I, I love yeah. it, isn't it? They it's just great. race these horses and they they get it. They get that it's it's. You know, everyone wants to see these horses, and they don't just rush them off to start. At the end of the day, they're a they're a breeding operation, right? So it's it's not helping them to really keep this horse going. So what under James and the team there, and just on James Cummings, I mean, his ability to get these horses winning on grand final days. We've seen it again the last few weeks. He's just a freak. Yeah, I make a comment about James Cummings as well. Like he's only what he'd be twenty nine, thirty, not much older. The amount of work that he must do to you know do that yeah. whole operation gee takes every, a special person to do that every trainer like i don't know how they do it i, yeah. I don't know how it's uh, look he'd be getting up and, okay yeah yeah, yeah James, i wouldn't mind right. his bank yeah balance, i know but, but he has to you, work for it how do you get up at 3am every morning and you, you're still working at oh some nights canterbury friday night well, well saying that it was like you yesterday you were doing the radio in the morning you're at canterbury and you're back here in the morning you're working harder than anyone at the moment well, let alone you, not trainers of course i can't speak for trainers but do you know how they can do it yeah. They love it. Just yeah, like well, you have to, don't you? I love it. 
Um, but it's great that this horse is still racing, Darren. I mean, from a race calling perspective, this is what gets you excited, isn't it? These good horses winning these big races. It's always uh, a disappointment <clears throat> generally when the good three-year-olds come through, they beat everything, and you just know on the back of your head every time you call them this might be the last because they'll be whisked off to start at, ev- at any moment. So it's very refreshing that this, this horse is going all the way and is, is going to give us plenty of fun right up to the Queen Elizabeth. This surround stakes uh, I want to chat about. Zoo Gotcha's polarising opinion. She's had this temperature she would have resumed in the light fingers. She didn't. She's had a track gallop. She had two trials in January. Where's she at, Darren? Um, can she still do it here first up at 1,400, giving away a fitness edge? Sorry, uh, who was that again? Zoo gotcha. Oh, I'm very excited about her. Uh, let's not forget how good she was in the spring. She beat in secret first up there in the Silver Shadow, then over 1,400, then over 1,600. She's, she was just a quality filly there. I thought her trial was great. It's just a shame that she's missed the run. But the way the prices are, I've just got no alternative here. I must back Zoo Gotcha over in secret on current prices. Yeah, look, I I think she's a great chance. It's never ideal, is it, a setback into a into a Group 1. But Chris Waller, he, whatever he does at home, he just keeps them up to the mark. And they can go four, five, six weeks between runs. There's no issue at all with him. Same with the Mar and Eustace Yard. Same with a lot of stables. Others, you just wouldn't go near them if they're six weeks between runs because they just, whatever happens, they back off at home and they're just not fit enough. But that's not the case with Chris Waller. So I think that's got to be put into it somewhere here. The fact that it's Mr. She's Mr. Run, but I, I, I just think they, they get them fit enough at home. Um, you know, we saw she beat in secret last preparation. I'm, I'm within secret saying all that. I just think the key with her is the, the jump. She's got this bad habit of missing the jump, mm. and the other day she missed it sort of half a length, but she can miss it worse than that, as we saw in the trials as well. So all will depend on the first 50 metres. It was a 12 out of 10 ride by Nash the other day. Huey, I'm sure, will get her into a great spot. But if she doesn't jump well and, and a few sort of jump in front of her, all of a sudden she's back and that's the query. But clearly a, a very classy animal and 1,400 at this level, hard to beat. I thought the big improver was um, Madame Pomery. I, I, she might need a mile, but, gee, she's classy. Sting out of the track, good draw. I see post 9am she's been well back too. And it went, I think, about... 18s into about 12s with one bookie, and that suggests to me a real smarty one to back it. So, um, I was surprised actually that didn't trim up more yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I think she's the the big improver. 19 here. into 14 today. But look in secret, Zoo Gotcha, and as I said, I think Madame Primary's the best rappy. Mm. Well, what about sorry, um, probably more a place Cinderella Days. Yeah, I've got to be careful. Last time I had an opinion on one of Joe's horses, uh, <laughs> I've heard about it for two weeks, well, even though I was very comfortable neutral. with that opinion. But um, um, I thought she just had the race run to suit the other day. It was just a perfect ride. and She gets gate one again today. Yeah, well, I, I did see uh, a former analyst, John Walter, made that uh, sort of opinion on, on socials a week ago, and Joe said, You've been a bit harsh on my filly. You haven't seen her in the yard. There's plenty of improvement to come. So mm. I respect that. Um, I just think uh, it's, it's, it was a big jump the other day, and we'll find out more today. Sometimes yeah. they can do it once. They've got to be able to do it again. Do so it we'll again. wait and see. Mm. Um, here's my angle with this race, right? That Ramwick track last meeting, which was the the 3rd, uh, the 11th, sorry, 11th of February, I thought the wind had a major impact on that meeting, David. Did you see it the same way that the inside was inferior ground because they were copying that yeah, that wind? Definitely the inside was inferior for sure. So, uh, so that's where she was. Mm. And she overcame that bias. So how the hell... I tipped Sunshine in Paris that day. No. How are they going to turn the tables on her now that she's had a run? I just... Mm. I can't see it. I can only see Zoo Gotcha or the Victorian uh, coming up, Ruthless Dame. And turning her over. It looks mm. a three-horse race to me, and I'm pretty hot on in secret. So you're talking Cinderella days, aren't you? Uh, no, uh, Ruthless Dame. I was talking about just in secret how how the horses who are oh, behind yes. her yep. going to turn yeah. the tables no, on. Mm. That's fair enough. I don't think they can because... Mm. And so that's, I, I think three-horse race. Yep. In secret, Zoo Gotcha, Ruthless Dame. Yep, that's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, she's just she was just ooze class late, didn't she, yeah. that last 100. The only, as I said, the query is... 
She missed it the other day, but got into a perfect spot and followed the right horse. Just got the dream run through. If she misses it again today and all of a sudden they, they jump in front of her and she's three or four pairs back. Mm, I get just, that too. She's relying on luck from there. Yes. But the, I know she was in a perfect spot, but I'm saying inside, bias, yep. I don't think it was ideal. Yeah, no, nah, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, she, she did come inside. That That's a fair point. But I, I just think she got the right run for how she started. Mm. But um, we'll wait and see. Darren, um, I, I like to simplify things. I've narrowed it down to three horses. Uh, am I being harsh on some of the others? I, I, I've sort of pretty much gone the same way. Zoo got her in secret. Then Madame Pomery, I love the way she savaged the line last time out. Always had a bit of time for a lot more love. I think if you're taking trifectas and first fours, you can put her, her down on that third and fourth line. She'll be hitting the line well. And your Ruthless Dame's the very interesting runner of the field. The day at Sandown, I thought she was attacking the line every bit mm. as well as the winner, Jackano, and the brought her to Sydney for a trial there at Rose Hill, and she seemed to, to close off quite well in that trial and just being snatched up late. So, yeah, big watch there on Ruthless Dame. She might be the one that's going out over the odds. Yeah, exactly. Well, third to Jackano last start, and you can tie that form in back through the Golden Rose. Jackano beat in secret. So there's a line there, and you're looking at double figures, but um, a little bit of water's gone under the bridge since, but... She's interesting. I'll make an opinion or a, uh, a statement. If Zoo Gotcha wins this race, she's the best three-year-old filly in the country for mine mm. because this is when she's most vulnerable. I thought you were going to say if Zoo Gotcha wins this race, I'll, I'll walk from home to the studio next week just as <laughs> I oh, said no. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, no. I, I didn't have to do it. You? Did yeah. you oh. I, I said if we didn't get this multi up, uh, that I'd walk from St Ives to here, right, estimated about an hour and a half. Oh, and the, the text line went in absolute meltdown, said, you know, three hours. For now, three hours. But now you've admitted on, on the air to our listeners that mm. you're a fibber. You said you'd do something. You haven't followed No, no, no. Through. No, I said, no, no, I said I'd do it if we I'd didn't lobbed. get it. Yeah. I'd yeah. lobbed. And okay. it lobbed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Darren, um, I look forward to a few more statements there from Hurls. He, nah, uh, he would have been nervous last I'll make, I'll make that uh, comment. Yeah. Love it, well, boys. Well, it's only an hour and a half walk at the end of the day. It's the only multi I didn't want to lob. <laughs> <laughs> I could just go and just, like, drive next to him the whole way. Come yeah, on, mate, yeah. pick up the pace. It's going to be late. Who is the best three-year-old in the country? Uh, we've got this Osipenko bursting on the scene recently. Half cabin went under the other day, but things didn't go right. We've got these fillies. It looks a... An even crop, I'd say. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It looks pretty even at this stage. She's definitely right there, isn't she, in secret? But you probably learn a, a bit more in the in the next couple of weeks. Mm. I'll sit on the fence with that one, which I don't like mm. doing. But, uh, no, I'll you, you tend fence. to have the odd opinion. Oh, I tend to have a lot of opinions. <laughs> Gee, oh, oh. There's no issue with that. That's what we need in this game. You need an opinion. Uh, I'll be very interested to see. You just made the point about a horse you know, putting in a great run and then backing it up. Uh, Matcha Latte was sensational last week. Was. So it's um, just looking at that Rose Hill Guineas market, you've got Ossipanko as the favourite at four fifty. Matcha Latte at six dollars. Sharp and smart. We know how good it is and you know what I know Graham Rogerson's never backwards and coming forwards, but we know the opinion he has got of it. And then you've got Af Cabin, do you you know, um, forgive it. Elliptical was very good resuming last uh, last Saturday, so yeah. Not sure about Af Cabin at two thousand but um, yeah. Yeah, sharp and smart. He just looks an absolute brute of a horse, doesn't he? Who's the best three-year-old in the country, Darren? Well, good question. Um, Maybe we could uh, reassess that after uh, this race today. Um, Hard hard to say. That's sharp and smart I'm impressed with. Mm. But uh, watching his latest win in New Zealand, boy, he's tough. Oh, he's tough. And when he he won the group one here uh, last year, I was impressed by his toughness. I think I think they're talking Cox Plate with it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, well, he's he's just just a super horse, isn't he? But I will say I don't think we're in a vintage time of racing at the moment in terms of absolute out and out champions. Like we're talking about Animo, who would be the the best horse at the moment, and we're we're sort of discussing whether he's a champion. So I think hopefully the next year or so we'll get these really lot you know two three year olds come through and and some some real superstars of the turf. I mean, we've been blessed, though, haven't we, with, with absolute yeah. all-time greats of Winks and Black Caviar and horses like that, Kobe Diva. And, yeah, we've, we've been blessed in the last 20 years, no doubt about it. But uh, saying that, that, that doesn't bother me. Um, I'm just all about edge in terms of betting. It doesn't worry me if it's a tongue curry maiden or uh, wherever the race is, you know. Um, I think those are sometimes the best races to bet into, so it doesn't bother me. But I just don't think we're in an absolute vintage era at the moment. <coughs> 
Well, how much edge is in Shinzo today uh, in the Skyline Stakes race number three? He's out to three dollars. Um, I don't know if this is the strongest two-year-old race we've seen this season. Brad, I'll come to you first. Is, is he a bet today, Shinzo? Well, I think the way the market's trending suggests he's going to get out further. Yeah. Um, he's just not trending the right way, as you'd like to see post 9am on race day. But, look, he, he's got the right sort of form, you would think, wouldn't he? But um, third behind Red Resistance and King's Gambit, solid effort. J-Mac aboard, low draw. I don't think will be any advantage today. But he's there. But I think it's a race that you can, you can kind of look a few different ways. I'm really interested to see how this Corniche goes, just simply from... Uh, Blue Diamond perspective because I'm really against the, uh, the the sort of Melbourne Blue Diamond lead-ups and we get a really good guide to that because mm. he's been beaten a length behind Barber, a length behind the instructor. So it'll give us a really good guide to that race later on as well. So just to jump in, say he, he runs midfield. Yep. What are you saying about Barber in that Blue Diamond? A little bit of a drag? Yeah, it has to be a little bit of a drag. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on Still City because of the form line. I do concede the 1200 is the concern, but... I just think it has to be a drag. He he is a winner, and he, he's got the improvement of that barber, but I think the, the syndicates will take him on a little bit because his data's just down a little bit on the rest. But I think this horse, if it drew a gate tabs, I would have made it the best roughie of the day by easily. Um, but I'm just worried at how far he gets back. But, gee, I think he's the flashing light runner here. His time was super on debut at Canberra. His late splits were fantastic. He's by done deal. He looks like a horse that's going to eat up 1,400 in a mile in time and yeah, it's just the gate that puts me off. I don't like backing horses that get back near last, but look out for him. He's the he's the one I'm, I'm really interested to see from a longer term viewpoint today. Darren? I've gone Shinzo today. I wasn't expecting too much out of him at his first start from his trials. I thought he, he didn't look sharp enough to win first up over 1,100 metres. And he was, a, I think, a fair drifter in the market as well. I think he, he, he came up short, but he started double figures at the end. But I think he certainly ran well enough uh, to suggest that in this field today... He might be better than these. I'm a huge fan of Red Resistance, and at the end of the day, he was less than two lengths behind Red Resistance and King's Gambit as they went down to the line. So I think the, the way the draws come up, he's going to get the right run there on the fence. In this field today, I've got him uh, clearly on top. I thought um, Gerald Ryan's newcomer is worth a look here. Sideshow, uh, the trapeze artist cult. I've liked both his trials, um, particularly the, the, the first one. He's my little roughie uh, for the exotics sideshow. And Gambare's run was terrific in the English Millennium. I think this uh, slightly longer trip of 1,200 metres will be suitable for the Morris Colt. And, uh, yeah, the, the Corniche off the Victorian form, I certainly got to respect that. He's been thereabouts at all runs. But I've made Shinzo my best bet today. Race three, number eight, will be my best. Just think he, he, he'll get the right run. Mm. Um, good text here, Shinzo, out of Samaretti who won a Blue Diamond. Great omen tip today. Uh, now, Hurl's this multi. Yeah, Might okay. Be far away. No, no, we're going... Uh, so, new listeners uh, to the program, what we do is we tip a horse to run top four, and the team at Tab give us an inflated price. We're going to go through each of them uh, as to who's taken who and uh, as to why. And, Darren, you've taken Dalalat in the first. Oh, well, well, I've got to be... Well, he's loyal. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> his colours to the mast there. $3.80 currently. <laughs> Yes, I've got to go with Big D again there today. I don't think this field's any really any harder uh, than the, the field he beat there at Rose Hill that day. The track's dried out to a soft five, which is critical to his chances there. There's a lot of speed in the race, so he probably won't be any better than midfield, but watch out for his big burst at the end. But for the, for the purpose of our multi today, I'm pretty confident that Dalalart will not finish out of the top four. Now, before he won last start, yeah. you went down and gave him the pat and told him the Pep instructions. <laughs> You're going to get down there today and, and let well, him know what to I'm do. not sure. I, I actually did that because I had a bit of time between races last time, but I, I might do that on my way into the track. Yeah. Uh, if, he's, if Dalalart's there earlier, Nathan's got three in the race, so I guess he'll be there pretty early today. I, I, at least you can talk tactics. I've, I've got a horse running on Monday, and the tactics won't be... Mate, tactics. Just, I'll try pep talk, but come on, mate. Just try to run a little bit faster for yeah. us today and see what we can do. But, uh, no, it'll run well for sure. What are the others, Hills? Okay, the... so Brad, you've gone with Skirt the Law. Yeah, a bit of a, a softer option today, but I thought straight to the front and should run top four. Beautiful. No problem with uh, taking a short short one. If we balance it out, and we'll give you the dividend in just a moment. Um, yeah, as long as we get it, it's nice nice dividend today. You've gone Fangirl. I Luke. have, and I'd like to. Um, 
let our listeners know that uh, going forward, what I'll do, how I'll handle my uh, my leg for the behind the gates. Yep. I can't be cross pollinating between the panel and the punters panel, and also the behind the gates multi. Pollinating, yeah, yeah. I like that. Not I, bad. Can't, I can't be cross pollinating with. I can't. I yeah, can't be getting a lot of the keys if we do this. <laughs> That's the problem. But pollinating. What I'm getting at is, um, I'm going to open up <laughs> to our listeners. Uh, I'll. Yep. Uh, if you want to jump on my Twitter, follow me, at Marlow Luke. Every Friday evening, I'll put out a, a little poll. I'll give you an option of three or four runners, and I'll let uh, the listeners decide which horse we put in for my leg for this particular multi, and um, I'll do my best on my own for the punters panel, but I think that's a fair way of doing it. But for this week, I'm going with Fangirl, which is also my horse in uh, the punters panel multi. So a bit of pressure on Fangirl today, Hills. Uh Yeah, well, we always <laughs> feel the pressure. I've gone with Quantico. Um, look, I think it just might be a better horse than it has been in the past. I thought it was very good first up. Only knock would be probably prefer a good track, but I think we're going to get a we'll get an upgrade. I, I suspect we'll get an upgrade today, so I think it'll run top four. So uh, there it is. We have got uh, race one number one Dalalat, race six number one Skirt the Law, race eight number eleven Fangirl, and race nine number five Quantico. Six dollars fifty is the dividend. All of those runners to run top four, and it's a maximum bet of twenty five dollars. Go to Sports. And today's offers, it is open on the website, and it's the first one there. And if you go to your tab app and go to racing, uh, you will see that it is under racing offers. The banner there, about four or five across, and it is open. $6.50 for all to run top four, which I think is a very good price. I was about to say, I didn't think we'd get $6.50, though. Mm. I thought it'd be a bit shorter. So I think that's uh, being generous by the the tab team. Thank you very much. So give us strength. Just one of the texts there, I've got a way in here because it's yeah, my sort of text here we go do the horses know their prices you guys are obsessed with value you know what's good value winners now well, that <laughs> that is assuming that you know who's going to win a race and that's the problem everyone goes oh you can't eat value you know just back winners well you can't eat value you can't eat without it either because you need to the price of a horse is absolutely paramount because no one knows who's going to win a race i don't care if it's if it's winks Whatever, yeah, okay, Winks might be a different story, but every other horse, we don't know if it's going to turn up on a certain day and win. There's a thousand different things that can happen in a race. So that is why price is king when betting because you need to be taking better odds than they start, in my opinion, but just need to be taking the the right odds. You don't want to be just taking any price, any horse, because you will... Not be in front long term if you, you do stuff like that. You are responding to a uh, to a text, so that was good. But mm. fair income, we mentioned value. This is probably what six months ago, and every single week people we get uh, we get people texting in, and generally they're having a go at us. So we won't go down that track again. But I think you have. But no, we. There. I agree with you, Brad. But plenty of people don't. But don't uh, be scared to text. We love all texts. Uh, no matter what topic it is, there's nothing off limits. So we'll, there would be some things, but we just won't read those ones out. But uh, please keep them coming. We, we appreciate it. Um, just going back to that race which Quantico is in, uh, Profondo has been very well backed. Yep. Now, I, uh, I was having a bit of a text exchange with Brad yesterday, and he said he liked Profondo. I said, you're a braver man than me. I went back, had a look at its trial, looked at the race it's in, and I can see where punters are coming from today. Oh, you've come round. You've yeah, swayed him. Yeah. Swayed him. There you yeah. go. There the you second go. look. Well, he's got to be a chance. I mean, he he has trialled well. He's a Group 1 winner. I know it was a three-year-old uh, restricted race over a bit of ground, but oh, I think the firming track, he, he's going to run well. Oh, I think so. Yeah, he finds a race today that, that's very winnable. He's been thrown in the deep end a lot of times and just mm. found it all a bit too much. I just would have loved one more trial with him, but at the price I've got to play, I made him the value play just simply because of the good gate. I like the push from the stable this morning. I just would have liked one more trial, but... Um, I think he's he's there, ready to run really well. As is Bandersnatch. I think he's a great roughie in that race. He First up, last preparation, he went past Gravina like he was standing still. And he's got a couple of runs against Gravina where he would have beaten him another day at Newcastle if he drew a gate. I just hope they're positive on Bandersnatch here because there's not a lot of tempo here. And if they go back, uh, I just query there. But if there's a bit of intent early, um, look out. I think he'll run a really good race. What do you think, Darren? Love Profondo's trial behind Artorius uh, leading up to this. I've always had a lot of time for him. He did run third to Animo first up in the Wink Stakes in his previous preparation, and basically every run in the previous prep 
was at Group One level. So I quite like him today, particularly at the price that's available, six fifty, um, two ten a place as well. Gee, he'd stack up well in a place multi today, Profondo, with the likes of Fan Girl a little bit earlier. Yeah, I quite like uh, Profondo. Um, Joe Pride's horse is very promising. Think about it, getting him with this very light weight. And he may well be uh, capable of going on and doing it all again. But I just think Profondo might have a bit of a class edge there. I feel a little bit uh, naughty turning on my mate Quantico. Um, I've made him third pick today. He was did me a real good turn there, winning first up as a drifter out to $8. He's on the on the short list as far as winners are concerned as well. So I've rated them one ten and 5. You've brushed Quantico. Gee, that is naughty. I mean, he does you a favour first up, Darren, and you... I mean, he's only going to be fitter. I thought you'd stick yeah, well, solid. Look, I thought you'd oh, stick solid. Yeah, I reckon that's fair enough. I mean, I, I personally, I think it'll go very close to winning, and Darren's not completely potting it. I'm going to sound like Brad here uh, slightly. You know what annoys me? Where someone, uh, where, where someone will Plenty. say... Uh, yeah, no, 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 I'm not as bad as Brad. But where someone says, oh, back that last start, so I'll be backing it again today. Yeah, good point. And it could be in a completely different race, completely different circumstances, but oh, I, I, I back it, you know, f- follow it all the time sort of thing. I've got one horse... That I do that, regardless of what it goes round in, but you generally know what it is, that's private eye. Oh, but, yeah. you know, mates said, oh, yeah, no, nah, I backed it last time. One way you can improve your punting is just have no emotional attachment Correct. to any horse whatsoever. I even hear some people like form analysts say sometimes, oh, he's one of mine or she's one of mine. I'm like, no, like, yeah. they don't owe you anything. It doesn't matter if you've backed them. Thing you just like I've had a share in it. Some of my best results have been have been horses that I've had a really good result in one week, and then next time I'm just heavily against and back something else. And and the way it is, you just got to just treat it with a blank canvas all the time. I've been very lucky with Nature Strip because I reckon I've only backed it maybe four or five times. And every time it's one. Yeah, well. Uh, and well, you are an elite company. Well, thank you, Darren. <laughs> I think. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I agree. You, you know, yeah, it's every race is different. Yeah. And I've been lucky. Look, I've been lucky. I'm not sort of pumping up my own tyres, but I've just got lucky where I've, I've found the right race for, for Nature Street. Nice to, uh, nice to see Joe Pride's listening in. Joey? Read it out, read it out. Davo, do you think I should instruct Cliffo to hold the lead on Cinderella Days or take a sit? Really value your opinion, Joe from Warwick Farm. Joey, love it. Just tell Cliffo to do exactly what he did last time out because you could not have ridden the horse any better whatsoever. Uh, I won't go I won't go into tactics of the others. I had my say on there, but uh, no joke. Good luck. What if North no, Star last calves are up? Well, then, yeah. Oh. I think the key with any race... I really do, and this is where I think a lot of a lot of things go wrong. Is I think too many times people go pre race, take a sit on a horse, right? Well, that's all good. Take a sit on a horse if if they're going fast, because you want to ride in a, in any race. You want to ride a horse to tempo, not position. As soon as you ride a horse to position, you give up your asset because all of a sudden. If you're sitting back third last and they're absolutely crawling up front, it's no good. Mm. But if you if you think a horse doesn't lead, but all of a sudden there's no speed, you want to lead, and that's the key. And I think sometimes you, know, you see it in the stewards' report all the time. I see it so many times. Oh, a horse was instructed to be ridden with cover, um, where they absolutely went slow, and the horse had the horse just got held up and and sprinted late. But that where sometimes if you give them a blank canvas, then you know the good jockeys will just know, won't they? When if they're going slow, I'm going forward. Like Nash does it all the time, right? Yeah. Mm. He just knows he's that king bang, he's there, and, and he, he takes advantage of that and all that. But but you read it. I've read it many times down south in staying races in particular. They're going thirty lengths <laughs> below average to the eight hundred, and and. The jockey comes in and goes, oh, yeah, uh, the horse lost because I'm three lengths off the speed because I was told to take cover at all costs, you know? Yeah, use so, your initiative. Uh, better be quick with this uh, multi, too. It's just about gone. Dalalat, Skirt the Law, Fangirl and Quantico. All to run top four. Dividend of $6.50. Maximum bet of $25. You'll find it under sports and today's race, uh, today's offers and racing racing offers on the Tab app. It's just about gone. Um, a listener's text about secret glamour in race number four, declaring it on the text oh. line. Uh, secret glamour, race four, just get on. Um, it'll be winning. Davo, any uh, any thoughts there? That's Sean from Penrith. Uh, get on and just wait to collect. Yeah, she's a hard horse to catch, isn't she? But um, her win, going back at, at Rose Hill a while ago, best last 200 of the day with a big weight, was outstanding. 
adjusted for distance, but she was she was outstanding that day. So, yep, she's definitely a, a chance for sure. I can't go past glory days here, though. I think it's too short, but, uh, gee, he looks progressive, doesn't he? I mean, his first up run at Warrnambool had the flashing light on. The second up win was terrific. And now to 2,000, he's run second in an Irish Derby trial at 2,000 metres and just looks like he's going to eat up the trip. Perfect gate. James McDonald he just looks the winner to me, but I'm not exactly... Loving the $2.60 all the same. You've gone for Super Strike there, Darren. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of time doing Been the form easy. in this race and I'm completely unsatisfied <laughs> with what I've come <laughs> up with. Unsatisfied. Um, well, the big problem in the race is the lack of pace. Yeah. Boy, we need a pacemaker here. And then all of a sudden we develop into a really good betting race. Yeah, I've gone with Super Strike, It's uh, although I'm almost striked out with uh, this Super Strike <laughs> and the other one there. <laughs> They're sending me bankrupt. Super pursuit. Super pursuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hadn't have been torture. Oh, oh boy. Yes. I've got the family connection. It's been bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, that secret glamour, I don't know what to make of it. If there was more pace in the race, I'd probably entertain her. To be honest, her last run at Roundwick on December 17 was putrid. That's and another then, good word. <laughs> I'm back to that. Darren, day can you get that into a call today? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Can> go you, <laughs> on. Can you get that into a call today? Putrid. Well, he's in a putrid uh, spot. <laughs> after cross pollinating early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, by the way, he's running well though. Super Strike and Super Pursuit. They've been all around the mark. They just haven't haven't got the money. But um, I get it. There was one other question uh, earlier about that race in relation to Essential Sky. Uh, you would have to think that the pace is against it today. Mm. Fair enough. Which yeah. one? Essential uh, Sky. Yeah. A little bit. Sting uh, out the track will suit. Yeah. Not, does have a bit of ability, that horse. Um, yeah, maybe just getting back and, and needs a bit to go right. Mm. Um, is Mogo Magic a moral today in the highway, Darren? Well, the way it's trialled, it should be. Uh, they were going to run a few weeks ago. Actually, how many weeks ago was it now? It seems like it might have been about yeah. three weeks ago. I, I interviewed Scott this morning. He said no setback. He just wanted time between the trials. Mm. Oh, okay. So that so, last trial was on the 5th of this month. And where we are? Yeah, so that's uh, about three yeah. weeks ago. I yes, just, oh, the way the way he trialled up, uh, I think a lot of people have just been waiting for him. His figures were good there. It was really, really sharp work in the lead. It's not a strong highway today, so I don't want to oppose him. It's one of the best backdrivers on the card. Yeah, I, I just don't know why they're betting at all on Arnie. I, too short or too long? Too long. He's just... Frank one Morrill. Of the, I mean, <laughs> the highway favourites. I know a lot of people go out there, what are you doing? But this is a good horse. This, yeah, it's um, a good horse, doesn't geez, it? Geez, times have been through the roof. His rating last start is the best rating to come to a highway I've probably ever had. Um and he's just a very fast animal that he's trial at Goulburn. He hit the fence, and, <laughs> and then his last 200 he's was like, still. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. but I'm just a very good horse. Um, I think he'll just put him away and put him away easily. I, I'm very, very keen. He's clearly the best of the day. Him and right you are down at Sandown in the first, just straight to the front and good night there. But I don't think he has to lead. I just think he'd just have two or three lengths on him. I think he's a very, very exciting horse. Uh I noticed old mate Espiona's gone down to Melbourne. Mm. We've discussed this on that many occasions. Is it a better horse in Melbourne? Doesn't get a soft track today, but D-Day surely for Espiona today. Yeah, D-Day around that that way of going for sure. She gets her her chance with that laying in in Sydney, doesn't she? So we'll we'll see. Um, But she has been disappointing, hasn't she, the last 12 months or so? Uh, We'll touch on Sandown. We're into the final eight minutes of the show. the Futurity Stakes, Alligator Blood. There was a few texts about him. Darren, that's race eight at Sandown today. We know him well. He's just such a, a tough, honest toiler. Um, he'll get up on the speed, and you'd think he'll he'll go very, very well again. Yeah, Blake Shin riding in brilliant form, so that's a, a big plus there for, for Alligator Blood. I'm Thunderstruck. What price is I'm Thunderstruck now? Uh, I think they're joint favourites. If you give me half a tick, yeah, $3. Just give me half a second. Jeez, uh, and in pain there, Hill. <laughs> computer test my patience. Yeah, $3. Uh, yeah, $3. Yeah, yeah joint favourite with Alligator Blood. So, yeah, they, they both went up at that price this morning, but uh, Alligator Blood went up at three sixty on Wednesday afternoon. They can't start the same price, can they? I mean... He'll start favourite, Alligator. Who? No. Don't they? Yeah, well, I mean... No pace. Yeah, but 
He did run him down at Flemington last. Well, you looked at that trial. Mm. And alligator blood dead set look like a maiden horse, and I'm thunderstruck look like Farlap. Like, <laughs> no, no. going past him like you're standing still. I know it's a trial, but I thought thunderstruck was just with the with the uh, fitness here, would just sit off his back and be too good. But mm. um, alligator blood, he does get that sort of profile done the out in front and in there, for get, sure. Not like gay to be bullish, but I know she was down there for that trial and track work recently, and she's saying the best it, best he is, yeah. best he's been. yeah. They've done a remarkable job to turn him around, haven't oh, they? Yeah. And the Diamond, Darren, a few Sydney Colts going down there. Don Corleone, his Don was bad last start. But you know what? I'm going to yeah. have something on him today. I think he might turn it around. I'm just going to have something small and a big roughy in the race. Arkansas kid uh, that he's come up with a, a better draw. $41. Yeah, things didn't really pan out well for him in the millennium, but his trial leading up to that at the farm was really sharp. Um... And just bear in mind, he drew the outside gate in the English Millennium. I want to give him another chance at $41 because I'm sure he's, a, he's going to run a much better race than his price would suggest. Just quickly going back to Secret Glamour, I didn't fully finish the sentence. It was a bit nasty, wasn't it? Uh, when I just left it at putrid, well, it was. Uh, she was required to trial after that, and I thought her trial was no better. In fact, I thought she's damn lucky to even get a ticket back to the races off the trial. But she came to Rose Hill again, and she almost won the race. At about the 100, I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> Secret glamour. And then she sort of just peaked on the run, and uh, was it Thalassophile beat her there? She's obviously just a very moody mare, uh, Secret Glamour, who has her good days and her bad days. So we'll see which one turns up today. I was on her that day when $5, and uh, it was quite funny. Well, it wasn't funny because you're watching her, but... When they go like that, you just have to laugh. Well, you, as long as everything's okay, you <laughs> yeah, just have to course, laugh because yeah. Yeah, just, you just put the pen through it. Because people go, oh, why'd you tip that? That is, you know, that was one of your best plays of the day. It's got beaten 15 lengths last. Well, yeah, if they've been beaten 15 lengths and they're right in the market, something's wrong. If they've been beaten a length, they're not good enough most of the time. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's the way it rolls. Um, good shout on the text line, too. We are talking about good three-year-olds. Giga Kick, yeah. got to be one of the best, the Everest winner. Um, he, sh- he should be back sh- soon. Um, he wouldn't be far away, I wouldn't have thought. I think the TJ's his own. So, very good three-year-old, Giga. Controversial. I think he's a little bit overrated. Really? And he's won an Everest. But you take that run in isolation, you go, wow, what a star. But it was just one of those races, right, where... Well, what about next day when he should have won again? Well, did he? I thought, should he, was, he? I thought oh, he was a bit stiff. Yeah. I'll, I'll sit here all day and say that he should have won that race. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, I'm not. I think if Craig Williams well, has time over it again, overrated is the wrong word. Yeah. I'm just going to say I think he's being hyped as you know the Everest, so he's the he's the new star, he's the new kid on the block, right? But that race, he had to be there in the finish because they all went too hard up in front. The true, second wave true. got there too soon, and then it meant that those at the back just had to come over the top. So it just all went... It was just a perfect storm for him to win that race, and, and he went about four lengths better in that Everest than he's ever gone before, and I think his level's back a little bit. Like, he's tied to Buenos Noches, who's a nice horse, but he's... I, I just think... I'm just a little cool on him is all I'm saying. Well, Overrated, I'll take that back, but I'm just a little cool on him. Yeah, fair enough. Right, let's see what he can do this prep. Yep. He, he might go to a new level. Um, yep. You just never know with these young horses. They, no. he, might, he might have peaked. He might have another five lengths to come, and he, he you never know. He exactly. might be our best sprinter in yep. 12 months. So yep. I've got a lot of respect for him too, for the fact that when Private Eye got to the front, 75 <laughs> out from the post, I just assumed it was all over. Oh yes. So for him oh, to I come agree from behind yeah. Private Eye and beat him, uh, that's that's pretty impressive work. But I, I reckon like Private just got there, right? And that he's done all the work chasing. He got to the front he and he was gassed as yeah, a result. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't think it was actually like him storming over. I just think they're all just like Nature Strip was out on his feet 100 from home. Private Eye's out on his feet 50 from home, and it's like come and get us, guys. And here's this little th- you know the three roll with no weight gun. Thank you very much, everyone. Beauty. <laughs> I don't think he would have said that. Yeah, he Not, said, thanks, guys. Is that, how he, is that how he sounds? <laughs> yeah. he, um, he'll be back next week, I reckon, Private Eye. He's had two trials yeah. now. and um, he's Actually, Joe's got him in for a third trial on Monday, so it uh, be good to see him back at the races hopefully soon. He'll be yeah. ready to go with three trials. Yeah. Exciting, yeah. isn't he? Ever Hell since yeah. they've, they've turned him around. I thought early on as well, I thought, because of his pattern and the way everything was, I thought, well, oh, he's a horse I want to take on a lot of the time. Stipped him in the Epsom one day, but... but He's uh, a beast, isn't Ever he? since they've just changed him and tinkered with him and just kept him that fresh, he's just an absolute he's dynamic He's an outstanding sprinter. horse, and I think he's you know, he had a super campaign last campaign. I think you're going to see it even better. Um, but he's got to get over, I think, 
Oh, I wish I win. I think he's going to the new market, isn't he? Uh, private Eye. Could well yeah. be. Yeah, he's I got to be private. He's got to be here. But he's um, a good two man. serious horses. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Darren, have a great day, mate. Uh, good calling out there. What's your best for Randwick? I've gone Shinko. Uh, race three, number eight is the best. I, I didn't put him in the multi because that was already taken by your mob yesterday. So. <laughs> your mob. <laughs> hey, I'm part of the team now. Don't be, don't be like that. Well, mate, you to want to be work. with us or against us? I'm I mean, in a love triangle. Punish <laughs> 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 panel behind the gates, <laughs> muscle. <laughs> we'll work it out, boys. Um, all right, have a good day, Darren. Yep, looking forward to it. Thanks, good guys, and, uh, yeah, good parting. Davo, uh, your best for a round week? Yeah, best is Mogo Magic in race number two. Uh, I know he's short, but I, I think he'll be winning, and like I said, I think right you are, the first down there at Sandown today. I, gee, he just... He's pretty short. Oh, he just looks beautifully placed, though, like straight to the front against a bunch of stayers resuming. He just looks like... I thought he'd be a fifty by now, to be honest, but... Uh, yeah, they're the two standouts for me on the card and um, the value. I made a profondo at around that $6.50 mark. I think he gets his chance in a really winnable race today. And I just want to take on the Southern Cross form because I think they're all in a little blanket together and I can tie them all together and put them to the side and say, looking for a different form line, I'll go with him. Just to jump in, did you have a look at Albury at all today, being country championships qualifier? Or? I had a brief glance over the, the qualifier. Um, I thought... Uh, is it our last cash? Oh, yeah, he's... Yeah, yeah, I Donna thought he was Scott's super last time. Yeah. Well, he's 21... Be a great chance, too. Yeah, he's $21 for the uh, country championships. It's pre-norm. So, again, I was talking about this earlier. I was referring to the two-year-olds primarily. But uh, uh, if you like... Uh, one of those horses today, and at Lobs, um, go to the uh, go to the futures markets there because uh, yeah, it'll no doubt tighten in. We had, we had a text from Hogger about Gasonic as well. Got to be a great chance. That run first up behind Munitions was terrific and looks to be peaking beautifully. And um, yeah, ran out of his skin and kind of importantly for the team as well, he didn't win because if he won, he wouldn't have been able to yeah, be in the right. race. Yeah. So he ran ran on super and just beaten. So perfect result to get him now. Peeking into this. Can I ask you, I reckon one of the most fascinating races today is the Peter Young Stakes down at uh, down at Sandown. Yeah. Gold Trip resumes. A mystery's there. Uh, we've got Il Paradiso. I haven't seen that for since Adam was in short pants. Then we've got um, Shawfire, Steinem. That's a interesting race. Yeah, particularly with the stable coming out and saying Gold Trip, very vulnerable, uh, and saying Steinem's their better hope. So, look, I went with Shawfire, but... I think Emissary's come back particularly mm, well. Sure. Um, looks a pretty exciting horse too. Mm. So I went with Surefire just on the dry ground, but Emissary uh, really respecting as well in that race. How's that multi going, Hells? We uh, chock a block now? It wouldn't yeah, be far away. Give it uh, two more minutes and I'd say it, uh, it is gone ski. So I, mean, I just looked. We've had over 12. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, we've had close to 13, almost 1,500 people get on that. So oh, I know awesome. some people blow up sometimes because uh, it goes that quickly and particularly carnival time. Obviously, we've probably got more listeners uh, when it's carnival time. But, um, yeah, over yeah, close to 1,500 customers got on, so that's great. I wonder if our listeners cross-pollinate between the punters panel and the behind-the-gates one as well. I think they would. Yeah, surely. I think they would. You so, know, I mean, they're good odds, right, for horses, for horses to run top four. So I think... They, they, a lot of people would double up. Mm, agree. Yeah, you know, when you get a bit us... more success on this one too. Oh, gee, yeah. we've all been going awful, haven't <laughs> yeah. we? I mean, we've had the... a couple lately, but oh, we've, we've had two of the last, yeah. two of the last three. It's not too bad. Oh, yeah, but the, prior well, to that, it was shocking. Yeah. Well, I hope I can add uh, a little bit of you know that new you know the debut Freshness. performance. Usually, you play out of your skin and uh, smash it. Well, I always that... enjoy both. I love this. It's one of my favourite parts of the day, along with Sky One, of course. But. Um, uh, I love listening on Friday too. It's it's good. It's good to have this banter and chat and have a oh, bit of a laugh. I really enjoy this format, being a little bit more relaxed and, and just yep. having a laugh, a bit of banter and chewing the fat over these races. It's like what we'd be doing anyway, sitting at home. Yeah, I, I think, you know, yeah, we a bit light sort of thing, but hopefully we give um, plenty of good info as well. Too. Oh, no, you know, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's important. Uh, you know, when you get a, a song in your head, it's all... It's there all day and you can't get rid of what it. What have you got? Cross-pollinated. It's going to be in my head all oh, day. Oh, that word, Although yeah. it's not a... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. John and putrid. <laughs> John liked it on the text line. He he liked it. Cross-pollinating and all. Well done, Marlo. He put an E on the end of my name, but that's okay, John Marlo E. <laughs> um, boys, thank you so much. Been a really fun last hour. Good luck today. We'll see you on Sky Racing 1. Yep. Be Marlo. there this afternoon. Looking forward to that uh, with Marlo and, and Gator. And, uh, yeah, it should be a great day. So good luck to everyone out there. Enjoy the day.
gamble responsibly, of course, and um, hope you back plenty of winners. Races 1 to 6 today at Ramwick, Sandown and Doomburn. Using your tab account applies to your first fixed odds win bet. If your horse runs second or third, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. Jockey's challenge today. J-Mac, as per usual, the favourite, 145 uh, Tim Clark at $5, $6. Huey Bowman back in town, 23 for Sam Clipperton. We've got 26, Brent Navdala, 31, Karen McAvoy, Chad Schofield, 51. Any other jockey option at 34 If that price is a little bit skinny, go to Sports Today's Offers or on the Tab app, Racing Offers. And we've got uh, J-Mac to ride three or more, 270 four or more, 850 and five or more, $34. There's uh, a number of uh, offers there, including uh, James Cummings. Uh, how many winners he trains as well. Beautiful, mate. Uh, Josh just wanted to know about the J-Mac booking on In Secret, um, if he's jumped off her or or what the story is with Zoo Gotcha. I'm tipping he was probably booked for Zoo Gotcha, just that Waller allegiance. I wouldn't read too much into it, Josh. Uh, I just think he, he rides for Waller mainly, and he's won a Group 1 on that filly. So uh, and two group twos, so I think uh, it's hard to get off when they're winning. So I'd say that's what the story would be there. Mm. Hells, have a great day, mate. Mate, thank you. Great, uh, great first up performance, mate. I think you've uh, been listening since uh, since Sparrow. So well done. Thank you, mate.